Hello. Hello, Stephanie. This is Kay from Destiny to Rise uh, Broadcast. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. It's very hot over here. <laughs> it's hot here too, child. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so so happy to um, be talking to you. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, I am an actress, a singer, songwriter. I do voiceovers as well, and I, I just recently released a new book and audio book. So I do quite a few things in entertainment, and, and that's really where I still my purpose is and where I'm motivated and driven to uh, move forward in that area. Awesome. I saw, too, that you did a Christmas album, right? I had done a Christmas uh, single. I had done a remake of, uh, oh, I forgot which, which song it was, but I had done A Silent Night. Mm-hmm. I had done a remake of that particular song for Christmas. Yes, I did. Oh, would you? Are you uh, planning on doing any more Christmas uh, songs this year? Um, that would definitely be something nice to do. I, I definitely wanted to do at least two or three of them. Uh, so I'm definitely gonna put that on my to-do list to see what I can do for this year. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, how old were you when you first started singing? And did you start in church? When I first started singing, it's funny sometimes when I think about it, but yes, I did. I started singing when I was in church. My mother had us in every single solitary thing that we could do at the church, and my children's choir was one of them. So, But I really didn't get serious about the singing part of things until I was into my teens, and, and then after that um, was when I moved to Seattle, was when I really, really got more into the singing and, and songwriting on a on a more serious level. Okay, and you said you was a were you in college when you started really getting serious about it? You said when you were um, a teenager but then when you moved to Sag to Seattle, was you in college then? I had just finished college actually and I had got a job at a radio station in Seattle. So I was there and uh one of the people that worked overnight at the radio station, he actually Marcel Sanders and in that funny, no relation though. Uh, <laughs> he, he, I found out he did music. That really kind of brought up that passion again uh, for singing. And one day when we were changing shifts, I just told him that I was interested, and he immediately just stopped right then and asked me to sing a little something. And then he just he just jumped right in and started telling me certain things that I should do to really start uh, start working on. The, the singing aspect of things and listening to certain people and not just listening for the, vo- the vocals in the front, but the ones in the back, listen to the music. So he was really, really instrumental in helping me to get started. He he believed in me right off the bat, and, and that's what really helped me to get going. All right. Cool. And a question, another one, too. Um, what are your – you already gave me some, some latest things you did. Do you have any other latest projects? You just recently done like um, like shows or movies or any other singing, like over voice singing you have done recently? Uh, well, for the acting side of things, I'll actually be going to do my part for a film called The Green Grass. That's going to be in the Tampa Bay area. I'll be going to do that next week. So that's one film project. And then I I think I'm finished with <laughs> the, the, the 
filmmaker was actually looking to write some more lines for another film called Locked In, so I may be doing a couple more lines for that. And then Fallen from Grace was a short film that came out just a couple months ago. So those are some of the things I had been doing so far as acting goes. And then I finished uh, my first book and released that last summer, also entitled One More Day, just like the CD, as well as an audio book to go along with that. And uh, for the music side of things, I finished that first CD, which was my debut CD, One More Day. And then I am definitely looking to start working on the second CD and or at least a single or two Mm -hmm. now. That's kind of where I'm at right now to get geared up and get me some producers to work with and step on out here for this next project in gospel. Awesome. That's so funny you said Temple Florida because I actually used to live there a long time ago. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Florida? Yes. <laughs> um, Florida. It was in Tampa, Florida, actually. Where were you at? In Pensacola? No, Tampa, Florida. Oh, you were in Tampa? Yeah. Oh, you were right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I was in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah I lived there from 18 years old to 30 years old is when I finally left. So I lived oh, there okay. for a long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know about. It. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and I also, like yeah, it stays hot over there. <laughs> all right. Mhm. <laughs> and do you have any connections at all in the area? What you do as far as like people you work with and uh, like the connections for is like uh, people who may be in music and also to explain to listeners how important or is it important to have connections, people that can help you in the industry you might be working in? Yes. Um, I do have some connections here for each one of those areas from acting to singing and songwriting as well uh, here in the area. You do grow and learn um well, not learn, but you can meet more people as you continue to do different things. And I certainly have met quite a few people. I'm, I'm open to continuing to meet people because it gives you more variety in the material uh, that you do. It's definitely important to network with other people and, and get to know them, uh, even when you see them online, because really that's how I met the the one young man who did the majority of the songs on the first album. I, I saw him on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I and I kept seeing him pop up with different music clips and different little inspirational things he was saying. So I'm like, okay, okay, this is interesting for me. Let me contact him. And that's really what I did. And it, it just kind of spanned off from there to the group of people he knew and other people they knew. So it's really important to really network with other people uh, when it comes to any of these things because other people know people and know certain things that you may not. Mm-hmm. Brand don't have another connection for your next gig or for your next film. And truly, that's the way it's happened for uh, several films that I've done. has been just basically one connection to the next film. So That's that's true, though, because I know, I remember um, there was this lady talking about, she actually had a, um, they did like African balls. And she was talking about how, she was afraid to actually send a message out to one of the guys they wanted to bring and perform in their African ball. Because so, I guess he was just like a celebrity. She was afraid. And she said it finally hit her. She finally took the fear away and emailed him. 
And he mm-hmm. finally responded back to say that he would love to come. And he came to her ball. And she mm-hmm. explained the saying that don't be afraid because you make thinking that they're not going to want somebody, that person's not going to want to come and try to help you. They're going to reject you. But he actually came to her. So don't be afraid to step out and do it. But I'm kind of glad you said that, you know. That reminded me. Yeah. <laughs> that is very, very important. I've done that a lot now. I think it's just the way I see it is just being confident enough in, in yourself and what you have to offer from a talent perspective and knowing that everybody had to start somewhere. Yes, you will get people that will jump on board and help or guide you or direct you or give you information and join in like she, like she had uh, that person do. And there will be other people that you won't get responses from. But it's just knowing that you won't get any type of action or, or reaction if you don't do something. If you want to contact them, contact them. But be mindful how, how you do approach people because it is still a business per se even when you contact them about certain things. Don't be afraid. Oh, girl, I will wake up. I'll wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and think about something. And, and I literally will go and find somebody on Instagram or Facebook or whatnot. And if I feel like it, I'll send a message. And I'll send a couple of attachments or whatnot. And I definitely have got some responses back from that, some favorable ones. You know, um, some people may not have a lot of time to do things or whatever. But then sometimes they did give a little something here to at least get you going in whatever you might have had a question about or wanted some mentoring in an area. So, yeah, just jump on out there. <laughs> jump on out there and connect. Yes, that's awesome. And what is what do you believe your purpose is on this earth? Um, I think my purpose is, is to encourage and inspire and, and to motivate people to not be afraid to use those God-given gifts and talents that he's given us um, to help people to believe in themselves, to, to believe in their gifts, to believe in, in the process, and then to believe in, in Jesus Christ, too, because he's at the forefront of everything for me. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. Right. You know, I, still, I still know that, that he's living within me, so I'm a representation of him wherever I go. So... I think that's definitely it for me. And, and I do all of those things um, through the giftings that I have, you know, through the singing, through the acting, the voiceovers, all of it. And even the way I represent myself online, you, I stay as a representation of him. I mean, I'm not always like in a church robe or nothing like that, but, I mean, you know yeah. when you when you see me and or you may approach me and speak to me, you, you have a pretty clear idea of who I am already. So, yeah, I think that's that's what I'm here for, to use those gifts and talents to be able to uh, help other people along the way and get some good programming out there, uh, good messages through the songs and books that can help people along this journey that we call life. Mm-hmm, yes. And also, too, you have a book. What was your uh, book uh, about? You say you wrote it for last summer? Yes, it, it came out last summer. I released a book and audio book, which is um, just the audio version of the book. It came out last summer, and actually the book is an extension of the song, which was the title track from the CD entitled One More Day. And I really took that song. I was just led to take that song and expand upon the uh, song in the book mm-hmm. of how I actually got to the, put, the place of actually beginning to write that song and even when I completed it and put it on that first CD, 
what were those things that had happened and transpired to, to lead me to that point um, of having one more day and being grateful for one more day and trying to encourage people to be grateful for that one more day and really figure out how would you use that if you only had the one? What would you do? Because my thing is I don't ever want to get to heaven and have God ask me, well, what did you do with what I already gave you? Right. You know, what did you do with that? How did you minister to other people? How did you use that? Did you just push it to the side? I gave you another chance. You know, a lot of people get chances at living. Um, I had a health issue. You know, what did you do after that? What did you do in, in all types of scenarios? So you really have to take that title and apply it to your own personal life of what that one more day uh, means for you. And then just go for it. Just go for it and believe that all things are possible. Right. And also, too, for someone who may be, because um, this show is about encouraging, so what encouraging word would you give someone who may be just starting out as a writer or as a singer, as an actress, and they don't know where to begin? What advice would you give that person? Um, I would say for the acting, uh, definitely find a local school, acting school in town, or even uh, play house as they do productions, get involved in those types of things. And even if you're at school, in high school, they have the drama departments and so forth. Get involved in those types of things, and you'll find out really quickly if you're interested in it or not. And then, two, which one are you interested in? Is it just theater? Is it film, television? So that will help you to break that down. Uh, so far as being an author, those ideas and those thoughts and and things that we have, you have to act on those things because it's, it's meant to have a message for somebody. So if it's taking a writing class, if it's connecting with an established author that's already out there, because that's what I did, because I, I knew absolutely nothing about it, but I knew I wanted to do it. So I actually went and sat down one day with an author here in town, and he sat with me for like two, three hours just going through some of the process of what he did to get his book going. So that's something you can certainly do to find out more about that side of things. There's a lot of people out there online that actually can help you to get the book going because there there's certain things you have to do so far as the editing and setting it up to print, setting it up to be sold online and on Amazon. They have requirements. So I definitely say connect with anyone who's done one any, any of these services, um, a lady who helped me was D.H. Bonner, and she, she as well as Lane Roundtree, they worked together. They helped me to, to pull all those pieces and things together. Uh -huh. So, And then for the music side of things, same thing like I did. Pay attention to what you really like musically. Listen to it. You know, see what other people are doing, but you also have to be true to yourself on what you're attracted to when it comes to the messages, when it comes to the musical styles, then go and check out some of the people that are actually doing that style of music. Uh, connect with other music people in town. You, know, you can find definitely find different people online that are doing certain things. And like I did when I noticed someone, I reached out to them and I asked about working with them musically if you like something they're doing with their producing skills. And that's how you can kind of really get into it. If you're in school, you always have those drama, choral uh, groups that you can participate in. So it's, it's just, I think, just a matter of 
getting involved in things that are already going on or reading up on something or contacting someone who's already doing it. And if you have some really specific questions, you can ask them and maybe even do a little follow along or shadowing, so to speak. And that'll help you to jump right on in and get more involved and continue to learn from there. Awesome. And how long does it usually take you to write a book? Does, does it take like a year or? Well, it took it took me a year because it was my very first one. And it is a matter of bringing all of those ideas. It, it's not a very um, big book, but it, it has some very good messages in it. And that's really what it's about for me, the, the messages that, that's relayed in the book and how they help the people. But it took me a year, yes, because it, it took a while for me to get things written, going back and looking at them again. Um, actually, when I went back to read some of the things after some editing had been done, other things come up, other memories and things come up. So then you find places to interject those other parts, especially if they were really detailed. So it took a while for that. And, I mean, I was in the midst of working that was a super stressful year so far as work was going. And uh, all of those things played a part. You're working most of the day. You're trying to write it and do music and so forth. So it was really a time management. I wouldn't say battle, but it's but a time management thing when it came to doing all of those. But for some people, it could take as little as 60 to 90 days if that's all you're doing, you know, every day when you come home. Um, allotting that time to jot down those thoughts and ideas and having someone to help you to edit it. And then that helps to get your thoughts going, especially when you go back to reread it. Right. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and what advice would you give your younger self? My younger self? Mm-hmm. What advice would you I, give your younger self? Ooh, oh, my God. <laughs> And that's the one thing that definitely comes to mind would be to stick to it. Stick to it. And I should have I should have done that with one particular area uh, so far as communication because that's what I majored in. I, I had a major setback when I first got out of college um, with one of the television people there in town that had lost a master uh, VHS at the time. My master VHS with with my top television shows on there that I had done in college. And I, I literally had nothing to present to people. Oh. Nothing. Nothing. Because I, I didn't know about, okay, well, you need to make a copy of the master and don't give them the master. I mean, I was just trying, I was a hustler per se. So I was already in motion, interning and everything, trying to get myself already in that direction. But, um, I would say stick to it, even with something like that that was really traumatizing for me just coming out of school and not having access to the, that footage again. Right. Um, find a way to get around that and and stick to it as long as you can, uh, or unless God says, no, that's not the direction I want you to go. Uh-huh. And then, two, finding out what that gift is that God has already put in you before you even go to college. Before, really, really and truly before you even get to high school, you should be noticing certain things about you, uh, parents, guardians, and so forth. I definitely encourage them to pay attention to the kids. and Because we see in schools now, like I work at a school at this time, uh, we see it. 
we see those gifts. And and if you if you're just paying paying attention slightly, you will see and notice those certain things about the kids. And then at that time, you can kind of steer and guide them in that direction to get them maybe in a class or something to see if their interest is more than just playing around with it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, so once you find that that gift in you, that's like great, and it's 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 an above average type of a gifting that you feel that you have, you might want to really look into that and see what careers or, or what avenues you can take in, in that direction before you go to college and then go out and meet some people that are already in that arena so you can get a, a hands-on first look before you go into college or even go into your senior high school years. And let's say you work in you work in a school. So what grade you teach you teach school? You teach at a school, or you work as a counselor? It I work as an assistant teacher at an elementary school. So it's been from pre K to fourth and fifth grade um, that I've worked with different young people in the ESE de- department. So it, it's been a range of, of children. But I tell you, even in working with this last group, pre-K children, and even though they were listed under ESE, which is like a special needs type of a class, um, they were not, I guess, drastic in that particular area. But you notice certain things about them and what they do and what they can do well. Mm -hmm. But it's not just for us to notice, you know, if the parents or the guardians just look at them and watch them and pay attention to some of those things that they really, really like to do, that they're really, really good at, you know, that can be very, very helpful to have the kids start doing certain things in that area. You know, one one of them could really build some things. I mean, architecturally, we're looking at certain, this is a pre-K child, and we're looking at them build certain things. I mean, things that look like ships yep. and Ships and the, their mind to be able to see that without having a visual in front of them, and it can change every single day. You know, other others had this gift for organization, organizing things in a certain way. You know, so there's certain careers and whatnot that we can we can hone in on when you, when you pay attention to those skills earlier on. Now, do you feel that children is part of your calling, too? I feel that you love kids. <laughs> well, I was told that. <laughs> I, was told, I was told that in a, in a prophecy a, a gentleman had given me, uh, Pastor Timothy Alden, when I was living in California. That was one of the things that he said, that, that you're going to touch the children. At that time, I was just starting a, a girls' youth group at church, and I was like, okay, <laughs> maybe it's just this, but little did I know it was going to be full-blown working at a school with kids with an age range from pre-K to fourth and fifth grade. So I definitely want to be able to, to work with them in, in other arenas, whether it's motivational speaking, mentoring, and so forth. So I certainly have plans for that in the future. It's just a matter of the provision to do certain things. But in time, I do think all those things will come together as, as I complete one thing to the next. Awesome. And did you have a mentor growing up? 
when I was growing up, I I did not just like write off have a mentor. Um, I paid attention to a lot of different things from sports to fashion and whatnot. Um, I didn't really have a mentor mentor until I got a little bit older. I probably say I probably say when I was in college and I started getting into the whole mentorship thing, having met a gentleman at um, one of the record labels, and I had jumped on to be an intern, mm-hmm. and that, in, that internship turned into working for one of his music groups and all of that. So the whole mentoring thing kind of came out of that one thing. But at a certain point, I wasn't afraid to ask somebody to be my mentor, you know, because I know that other people knew other things that I didn't. And, I, and if you can just watch, sometimes, well, if you can watch or to get your hands on it, then you can get a better understanding at times. Some people are book people, so you have to figure out whatever your learning skill is. And then just don't be afraid to ask people if you find there's someone out there that you wouldn't mind mentoring under. And if they say yes, then do it. But make sure that you, that you your own time um, when you say you're going to come and you do what you're supposed to do because you're supposed to be there learning. So keep that in mind. When you ask somebody for a favor or you ask someone to do something like that because they're giving out their time, and time for some people time is money. Yeah. You know, time is money, time is time. So be mindful of that when you do ask. But don't be afraid to ask to have a mentor. And I know you have your favorite music artist, you have your favorite actress. Who would you love to work with one day? Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of people. <laughs> Definitely some folks like Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. um, Will Smith, Denzel Washington, uh, Reese Witherspoon, um, Sandra Bullock. Uh, whew, the whole the whole Wakanda family, yeah. all the black people, all the black <laughs> black sister <laughs> Wakanda. <laughs> Tyler Perry, yes, Tyler Perry, and um, some of that, yeah, Tyler Perry and some of that little old people gang. Mm-hmm. I like that whole vibe, and I like his his movies, and um. It's just it's just an array of people that I potentially could work with, but those would be some of the ones right offhand that I would love to work with. Awesome. And two, also, would you like to? Uh, could you please let our broadcast know where they can find you online, the website, or your Facebook or Instagram? Where can they find you? Um, yes, right now you can find me at my current website, which is www.e P K Stephanie D Sanders dot com uh, for the purchasing of the items. You can find all of them on Amazon dot com as well as the audio book is available at Audible dot com. There's also a Kindle version out there on Amazon as well. If people would like to contact me so far as bookings or working together on projects and things like that, and and send me and my people. Some information they can send it to book Stephanie D Sanders at yahoo.com or I am Stephanie D 
Sanders at gmail.com. So they can send stuff there, contact us, and let me know what's going on. And let's do this because I am ready. <laughs> All right. Amen. It was so good to be talking to you. I will try to, I'm going to get back and come to you again very, very soon. And um, yes. it was a blessing. Thank you so much for your encouraging words. I really, really, really appreciate it. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, child. Let me people know, look, I'll be available after next week. I'll be available to start working on other projects. So from Atlanta to L.A. to New York. In Florida, I'm available. All right. All right. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye.